episode of the a to z podcast what's going to happen is after we answer our opening questions i will be reading my lovely friends and roommates evelyn and macy a scary story a story that freaked me the fuck out the first time i read it and has really stuck with me and we're going to be doing several of these some suggested by macy some suggested by evelyn the next one i'm already pretty excited about evelyn suggested it and (laughs) yeah um but yeah and we'd love to you know read out any of y'all stories that you thought were super creepy even if you fucking wrote one if it's not super super long send it to us if it creeps us the fuck out we'll read it um but yeah so the question today is what was your favorite book series growing up uh i can go first so mine was um the little house on the prairie there's seven books in total. I have all of them. In I didn't a, know there was more than one book. Yeah, there's quite a few. Uh, but Little House on the Prairie is not even the first book in the, in the series. Huh. It's Little House in the Big Woods, I think, is the first one. It's about the... It's a semi-autobiographical story written by Laura Ingalls Wilder of her life on the prairie and moving around with her family and... The first, up until her first four years of marriage with her husband, Manly. And we had uh, at the library, his that name was sounds... Almanzo, but he okay. called him Manly. I was like, that just sounds like a really, like, lazy name someone gave <laughs> someone. They're like, and this man that I married. Manly. Manly. <laughs> yeah, his name was Almanzo, but they called him Manly. Um, <laughs> Why wouldn't they just call him Manny? I don't know. Or Al. Or Zoe. Literally anything. Anyways. Any other part of the name. Yeah, so there was the time where at our library at our school, when I was in elementary school, we could go and dress up as characters from our books, that like our favorite books that we read. And my Hannah came with, uh, she was Junie B. Jones, and so she looked super cute in her little Junie B. Jones outfit and was super recognizable. But I came as Laura Ingalls Wilder on her <laughs> wedding day, who... and. She wore a black dress on her wedding day in the book. Very good of you. And I wore a hat, and everyone was like, what the fuck, who are you? And they're like, and I told them, and they were like, okay, cool. And so... They're like, you old bitch. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like an 80-year-old in a 23-year-old body, so I was only 70 back then. But yeah. Anyways, please continue so that I don't have to be so sad about how much of a loser I was as a child. Anyways, who's next? I'll be next. This is Macy. I'm a little congested, so I sound strange. But, um, I don't know. I, don't drag me for this. I really liked Wuthering Heights growing up. Oh my god. But, <laughs> I, that was the first one I thought about, but now that I think about it, I even like- Book series, dog. No, yeah, I know. But I don't, I don't know. I didn't really, I read like a lot of uh, 
sci-fi books growing up, and a lot of those are just like one-off one bookers. Yeah, but one one bookers are like that. <laughs> but this one book, I like. That book kept me up at night. I like. I drew like pictures that like that book gave me ideas about. Wow. It was um the Martian Chronicles. See, it's called Chronicles, so I'm including it. Sure. It's only one book, but it's multiple <laughs> stories. Um, by Ray Bradbury, though. It's an amazing book. That's, that's all I have to say about it. Yeah. Okay. I, I also, um, growing... Hey, what's up? It's Evelyn. <laughs> I, uh, growing up, my favorite books were individual books. Dude. Like, all the ones I can think of, or, like, books that I love that I want to mention are just singular books. But I was really into the Hunger Games series, obviously, because it was super popular when I was younger. It is pretty good. Um, it is pretty it's good. Really I thought good, yeah. it's... I was just like, oh, oh this is such a weird fucking world that was built. And now that I'm older, I'm like... Uh, yeah, um, but uh, I really liked it. I would read it, I would finish it, and then I would just start it again immediately. Like I would keep all three books in my backpack because it was just constantly. You know how you like fucking try and read super, or you try and do all your work super fast in class so you can read afterwards. Yeah, I would do that with uh, that book. Yeah, I would get in trouble. I'd read during math class. Yeah, fuck math. Yeah, truly, I, I had to pay attention though, or else I would die. I don't think we need it. I don't think we need hey, math. I just saw a TikTok where it was just like no another another successful day of not using sin, cos, and tan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, fucking man. True. Dude. That's a good point. Okay. I make coffee every day, but I do use math, unfortunately. <laughs> meth. No. <laughs> All right, I'm so ready. I love scary stories. We should turn the lights off. Maybe, hold on. <laughs> okay, so. Here is the story. Well, first I'll give you, I guess, the background. I was going to say what the story is. So it's, um, Anon, Anansi's Goatman story. Goatman. A-N-A-N-S-I. So I think that was their name when they posted it, like their... User? Yeah, the user. I don't think they gave it a title, but right. it's a, it's the goat man story. All right. This was introduced to me by my friend Vincent, uh, and he he sent me this. Shout out Vinny. I don't know who that is. <laughs> he definitely does. I don't think he'd go by Vinny. <laughs> that's for sure. I called my friend Gavin Vinny for a solid couple of years, and he did not. <sighs> Yeah, he mostly he not, Vincent yeah, he or Vince. There's a counselor the at my school who called me Stephanie all four years, and I just answered to it because no. I was too awkward to tell him. It was you definitely. Not me. Oh, you'd look like Stephanie Germanata. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, that's Lady Gaga, and it's a throwback to the episode where we set our <laughs> celebrity lookalikes, and so it's. Yeah. Oh, but she also recently got Amy Winehouse. Like a couple oh, of times, right? Yeah, or just once, but uh, it's more than enough. It was a server, and I tipped them fat as fuck. I was like, "Take all my money, bitch." Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, the, what I'm reading from is the Creepypasta Wiki, uh, because it was on 4chan, and so okay, stop. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like fucking Creepypasta, and then he said 4chan. And I was like, "This is too much. I can't." Yeah, well, it's really popular. Oh, okay. it's a super popular I I've heard of it. internet. I don't know. One. The goat man is like a regional thing. Like there are a lot of like goat men. And stories. there's a lot of stories like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this is it's kind of um, 
I don't even want to say the word, but it's kind of like skinwalkers. Yeah. You're not even supposed to talk about them because, like, that'll fucking bring them in. Like, I, why would you say that to me? Okay, it, just, they, they really, really freak me out. All of the all of the stories I read about with them just really freak me the I fuck am, out. I don't know what it is. I just don't like it. Yeah. I feel absolutely no fear until I'm by myself well, yeah. late at night, and then I'm just like. That's what it's here. Literally, it's anytime we talk about creepy stories, I'm like, oh yeah, black eyed kids. They scare the shit out of me. And yeah. all they do is like stand outside your fucking window. Yeah, but they can try and like they yeah. like use their magic on you to try and make you do <laughs> shit. <laughs> Talking about them more it, Exactly. Like, makes it worse. Yes, okay, let's let's get so, into it. I feel you. I feel you. I'll bring them up to be like, hi, I don't fear you, and then I don't talk about them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> or like I used to this is random, but when I was younger and really I was fear was like a huge point of anxiety, like scary movies and stuff. Yeah. I hated them as a kid. Um, and I forgot where I was going with this. Where did you say? What did you say? Um, black eyed kids, black eyed peas, black eyed absolutely not. fur dirty bee. bit, dirty bit. <laughs> I would just avoid scary things. What were we saying right before? I was saying that I would like I'd talk about them briefly and then not talk about them anymore. To tell oh yeah. I so don't. I was when I was younger. I would if the things. Sorry, please edit that out. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> the things I was most scared of when I was younger. Um, I would not tell anyone. I would never even speak out loud mm-hmm. because I was like, people will know. Or like, in my mind, I was like, what if there's like things ambiently around me and yeah. then they hear my fear and use it? A big thing, I didn't even say out loud until like last year when I told like Gwen or Sean. And I was like, I was like, I'm always scared that when I'm by myself, it's a fear I've had since I was really young. And I don't, I just subconsciously think about it every time. But if I sneeze when I'm alone, <laughs> I'm terrified someone's going to be like, bless you. Oh, and so I don't know why. I don't know where I got that idea. I, whatever. I hate I looking just, out I, in the, in the out of windows at night. I'm sure there's going to oh, be something yeah. out there looking yeah. at me. I just avoid them. I'm like, you, you don't exist. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I, I go, I, but I always make sure I go lock that door. Yeah. Back oh, there. Yes. The window. Yeah. The, the one the in the sliding bathroom, door. I make sure I put the stick in it now. Oh, every good. single time. Yeah. Dude. Ever since learning about the stick. I, yeah. It's a really great, simple way to keep shit locked. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. <laughs> Sliding doors. Anyway, sorry, let's get into the Goatman story. Goatman, yeah. So this was saved from 4chan on Friday, September 28th, 2012. 2012. Almost 10 oh, years ago. It is Why would you say it like that? My puberty. Yeah, uh, at one thirty one Eastern time. I have no idea how Eastern how time. Eastern time. That's like four hours ahead of us. Time zones are dumb. Eastern? I think so. No, it's just so one hour. This one. That's one or two hours. Because I know Cal- uh, the east uh, the west is <coughs> two hours behind, and I'm pretty sure it's one hour ahead of us. It might be two, but I think I it's just, one. In my mind, if we're central. And that's west and that's east. Yeah, be even. yeah, I agree. But <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's not the same amount of space on oh, either yeah. side. Oh yeah, and also us. we're yeah. No, yeah. yeah, I know, but I just feel like no, I get it. Yeah, no, I get this similar. Amount of space. Yes, but I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. it is one hour. Are anyway, there only sorry. like it doesn't matter how many time zones there are in the world? I'm not talking about it. Sean will tell us, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so this story has been slightly edited from the original thread in order to improve grammar and flow, but it's basically the same story. Right. So this how person who dare they correct that? Are you, okay, so you're gonna give us background how like that was it? Oh, okay, okay. Now you're gonna start it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> um. So the person who wrote this was uh says, "Here's my story. Uh, be 16, be black, and have family down in Alabama." They farm and own a huge amount of land down in Huntsville. Uncle owns a big house and a bunch of trailers they put out in the woods for hunting or camping. Down south, cousins suggest that we go out there to camp. No, I'm a city kid from Chicago, so they'd tease the fuck out of me. 
uh, collect food, kill a pig and some chickens, and bring some necessities to camp out for a few days. We get to the camp, and it's obvious something is weird. Air has this weird electric smell, like, right before a storm, like ozone. We think nothing of it, and unpack and go down to a little creek to swim for a few hours. All of a sudden, some older white guy and a white teenager come out of the bushes. He has a shotgun in the crook of his arm and says, Hello, and asks us what we're doing this far back in the woods. Tell him about my uncle, who he knows, and says we're camping out. He tells us we need to be real careful out here and stick together. There was a big animal in the woods. His son, who is my age, asks if he can stay and hang out with us. He says, okay. Okay. So that is... Then they say, I'm going to stop green texting because the story is fairly long and the format is harder to write in. So I don't really know what green texting is, but... Oh, yeah. That is a very fast turtle. Tortoise. My apologies. Yeah, um, I uh, even now when I see, like, oh, 4chan posts on on Reddit, I'm like, I don't know how to read this. Yeah, yeah so if I read it stupidly, f- 4chaners, you can... Yeah, I think green text might be like, 4chaners, you can't say anything. It might be like, oh, I don't... First of all, I don't think anyone's on 4chan anymore. And if they are, <laughs> they definitely aren't listening to this fucking podcast. But if they are, True. get out of here. Yeah, yeah, no, our, our listeners are, like, 68% female right now, so... Uh, the two of them. <laughs> hey, it says that, according to the analytics, we probably have about 14 regular-ish listeners, maybe. At me and fight me. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so, we end up playing football. Dick it around with me. There's the white kid, Tanner, five of my cousins, and then four of their friends. In total, there were five girls and six boys. We were all around 15 or 17. 15 to 17. No adults? No. I mean... These poor babies already. It's mostly like, cousins, and they're all just hanging out on the property yeah. somewhere. You know, yes. like... I would definitely want to give that for my kids. Like, a place oh my God, to hang that sounds out amazing have fun. To be hanging out with them. But they're close people. enough that they can come get help but if I, they need yeah, something. Yeah, 17, like... I guess they would be the responsible. Yeah, yeah. Plus, they're back in the woods, but it's still on, like... Also, I'm a grown-ass woman, the property and I am I would be, sorry, I, I'm just guessing. Plus, there's, get like, 11 them. of them, so they feel safe. And oh, yeah, of sure. course, of course. Yeah, they're all like, what's going to happen to us all together? The white guy scared me. Oh, yeah, that's fair. The white guy? Like, he's like, why are you back here? Well, yeah. That's, he, what, that's what I thought I was going. I was like, okay, Oh, yeah, no, it's off. not, it's not, <laughs> yes, the, the writer is black, but it's not, like, a racist thing. No, I oh, yeah, no, no, I thought, yeah. But that's, I was just like, it seemed like they weren't on property familiar to them because this white guy was there like it was his property well they went back so they they were on the property that was theirs and then they went to the creek to do the swimming hole so maybe Mm. they did have to pass over this guy's property but he didn't care he was just like you guys gotta be careful yeah yeah. okay anyway sorry yeah they were hanging out so that was Tanner's dad right Uh, we ended up just dicking the day away that's hilarious (laughs) so we head back to the camp and pulling out some stuff for a campfire even though the trailers uh, both had kitchenettes Tanner says that his family's property sits up against my uncle's. He wants to run home and ask his dad if he can go out camping with us. My cousin Rooster says he's going to go with him since it's going to get dark soon. Rooster. And one of the girls also wants to tag along. So Tanner, Rooster, and one of the girls go to Tanner's. girl. Yeah. They go to Tanner's father's house. I mean, I so far. (laughs) We don't know where it's going. It's about 7 o'clock, and it's starting to get pretty dark. They take flashlights and take the trail towards Tan's property. The rest of us chill. We share s'mores, drink, and kiss on the girls. (laughs) Kiss on the- Aren't they cousins? (laughs) This is a southern story. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) 
I think it's a mix, and I don't. I doubt uh, they're kissing. I doubt the cousins are kissing each other. Yeah, yes, I don't yes. Believe it. <laughs> uh, about thirty or forty minutes later, there's the smell of ozone again. You could smell it over the smell of the fire we'd started. This really nasty, coppery smell, like right oh, after God. you've had a nosebleed and it I was stopped. Say, like blood. blood it wasn't exactly like dried blood, but it was that nasty, metallic, back-of-your-throat smell. We immediately think that it's some kind of electrical malfunction, or someone left a hot plate on or some shit. We search the trailers and nothing is on, and we can all smell it. All of a sudden, we can hear people at, people booking it down the path towards us, and Rooster, Tan, and the girl all come running into the clearing out of breath. And they don't even break stride, they all run into the trailer right by where the fire is. Well, we all get the fuck out of there and into the trailers. They end up calming down. Even Rooster is crying his fucking eyes out at this point. All the while, the fire is guttering lower and lower. So my cousins say fuck it and are about to go outside to get the generator out of the shed between the trailers. Oh no. Tanner goes, fuck no, lock the door. Ain't nobody else going outside. He's been crying too and his eyes are bloodshot and puffy and his pants are dirty as shit. So, yeah, this is, a, like, a 17-year-old boy who's been crying yeah. and stuff. So, you know something's been going on because, you know, southern boys especially are His taught not to cry. <laughs> His mom. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing that can make him cry. Shoot, sh- shouting all three of his names. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he goes on to tell us that they went up to his house. His father said, sure, he could go out camping, but to make sure they were careful on the way back, and that maybe they should take one of the hunting rifles just in case. Ah, Evidently, Tanner had seen something in the yard a few days before. One of their pigs had come up, ripped up, and half-eaten. They assumed it was just some big cats or coyotes, even though they don't usually fuck with live animals. Mm. (laughs) He had gone upstairs and packed his stuff and told his dad that they would be okay without the rifle because coyotes avoided people. We learned about this in the animal attacks episode with that bitch who got attacked by a pack of coyotes. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a pack. Well, it could have been a pack of dingoes. But the other one who died in the National Park, she was a folk singer. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I remember being like, coyotes. (laughs) Also, they also don't eat live animals typically, but that happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. Not so, that... Anyway. He'll quickly regret it. It's fine. Yeah, I was going to say, this is fiction anyway. I don't feel bad judging them. <laughs> so they started walking back towards where we were camping. So Rooster finally stops, stops crying and shaking. The girl already had, but she was just staring out the window with a dumb look on her face. That's kind of mean. He says they had gotten halfway into the woods towards the camp when they started to hear shit in the forest. It was almost pitch black by this time, so they weren't sure at first what the fuck it was. The girl said, says that she heard something in the bushes right off the trail, and they all beamed their flashlights over there, and there was someone standing in the, uh, standing back in the woods in a little hollow. Rooster said they shouted at him and told him that he was scaring the fuck out of them and what a dick he was. He says that's when he realized that the guy was facing away from them. So they kept walking, and they start smelling the nasty coppery ozone smell. They say that they look off into the forest on the opposite side, And it's a dude standing in the forest, backwards, slightly closer to the path. So now they start power walking, and Tam keeps going, I should have taken the fucking rifle. Okay, real quick, uh, just sorry, pause. Um, I always feel like I'm I'm real held together, but in a situation (laughs) like this, even at this early stages, I'd be fucking losing it. You and Sean would have to be calming me. I'd be like, you guys, you can't tell me there's not fucking something happening. 
Yeah, uh, and yeah, then yeah. I freak out. No, I start I, freaking I, I, out. I just have to be like, Evelyn, yeah, you're exactly right, but yeah. right now shut we just got to... Shut the fuck gotta, up. No, gotta, and I'd be like, no, how am I supposed to shut the fuck up with this thing? Oh. He's facing backwards, oh, slowly getting closer to them. I hate oh, it, I hate it, I hate it. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. It's funny that he's backwards and getting closer. That's what... How is that more menacing? It's just how so is that more yeah. menacing? <laughs> because he's not even looking. I know, I don't. Oh, he's not it's even looking at him. walking around backwards, though. What? It's like, hey kids, be scared. I mean, of it's my like, back. I mean, of oh, my ass. It probably wouldn't be that scary. Yeah. Then. It's scarier when they're quiet. Yeah, you're supposed. You're supposed. Ugh. Anyways. Yeah. No, Evelyn, you could never be like a scary murderer because you just talk the whole time. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. They would make you laugh and you'd be like, I know you got what? Me. You know what? You, can, you get to you, live. You, you go. Uh, as they're telling the story, the smell is still super strong, even inside the cabin. Oh, gross. They say that after they started walking faster, a kind of low gibbering had started coming from both sides of the wood. And as they started booking it back to the trailer, the girl said she had flashed her flashlight out into the woods to the side of them and had seen something jerking itself through the woods. The gibbering just got louder and louder. And when they could see the light from our campfire, something had come out of the woods about 40 yards behind them on the the track. And they had just flat out ran as hard as they could to the trailer. So we're out in the fucking woods. And we're assuming at this point it's some rednecks or some shit trying to fuck with us. You know, people who jerk. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, jer- jerking off in the woods. Stop. No, it's just moving. The no, the dance that- <laughs> They're just jerking towards them. <laughs> no, that's the worst one. It, it like, like it moves kind of human, but not quite. When it, yeah, uh, it's like it's yeah. just, it's just off. like ugh, yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, my other cousin Junior starts going on about he how he went to school with a native kid that was telling him about the goat man or some shit. Yeah. We promptly tell this him this is that not the time to bring that up. Kid? Like, sorry, what? no, sorry, this kid. No, if I was at this, po- sorry, I'd be freaking out even more, especially when I was seventeen. I'd be like. I don't want to hear about the fucking goat man, Listen, piece of shit. We tell him, we promptly tell him to shut the fuck yeah. up because we don't need any spooky talk right now. Evelyn, I would kick him out of the fucking thing. He was thing. right, though. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But he just keeps going on and on about how it's the fucking goat man gonna... and how we're in his woods and blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. Now, at the time, I had never heard of this goat man yeah, or any Junior, of that. You could have said this fucking eight hours ago, bro. <laughs> but then, a couple of years ago, the year before I graduated from college, I had a menom for a roommate and ended up asking him about it. And to sum it up, it's basically a fucking man with the head of a goat, and he can shapeshift, Pause. and he gets among people, groups of people to terrorize them. What is this time? time? He's graduated college? Yeah, so this is, he's telling a story from when he was 16. Oh, okay, cool. I was like, I'm so confused where we are. Oh, yeah. I see. It's also supposed to be kind of like the Wendigo, and it's bad mojo to even talk about it, and even worse if you see it. Right. Just like the S word that I mentioned earlier. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's exactly right. Keep in mind, I don't know this back when I was 16. So, my cousin is going, the goat man's gonna get in and fucking get us. Way to go, Junior. Junior, what the fuck? Yeah. The girls are all terrified, and my cousins and I are all fucking trying to figure out if it's just some hillbillies or if it's some animal. So, all of a sudden, the smell just goes away. No. Like, to this day, I haven't even experienced anything like it. Like... Usually, smells fade away or lessen. It just literally was there one second and Stop. then not the next second. So, it's a- it's after an hour, making it around 9 or 10 at night. 
We've stopped shitting bricks enough to go back outside and stoke the fire again. We figure it was just some assholes trying to fuck with us so we don't go back home. Because we think if we do, they'll chase us through the woods or some crazy shit. Oh, yeah. That's smart. Yeah, that's, smart. I mean, yeah, that's not a, a bad... I forgot that they have to go through the fucking woods. To, do, to go anywhere. To go anywhere. I would stay where the fuck I was. Yeah. Uh, nothing else weird happens that night. And we stay another night. And for the main part of the night, nothing happens. Wait, 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 wait. They stayed... I want to walk the fuck out of this room right now. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Are you... They sorry. They the night. They sleep... Yeah, we're just they glad old, stayed the next whole day. And we're the, just big old scaredy babies, so one scary thing happening would just send us running, which is ah, fair. But for yeah. these people, yeah, I mean, like, like, I literally be like, I am not staying. They want to, they no, want to back on them girls some more, you know? Ew. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say because kids have scary. They're not kissing their cousins. <laughs> it really sounds like they're. They're kissing not. Their kids. They keep talking about cousins. Kids have a lot of scary experiences, or that they think are scary when they're younger. Yeah, and then you know, have gone through it. So I guess it's not too far of a stretch. Especially if you're young, it's super, or any, I don't know, at least it would be for me, easy to convince myself or other people to convince me that it was nothing, you know? Mm -hmm. So, it's the second night. At about one in the morning, we're outside getting drunk and telling ghost stories. (laughs) As someone is finishing some spooky story, I don't remember what it was about, the smell comes back. It's so fucking strong that one of the girls literally starts vomiting. I stand up, and you can actually feel how clammy the air is. I say we should get inside, and this isn't right. We should have just fucking left. We all go back inside, and we're standing around. My cousin just keeps going on and on about how it's the goat man, and my cousin Rooster tries to shut him in the fuck up, and all the while I'm just feeling that something is wrong, and I can't figure out what the fuck it is. We end up sitting there, sitting in there for a while. The smell is just as strong, and we're all terrified and huddled around in this camper. We end up crooking brats for everybody because nobody wants to go outside. It's one of those uh, packs with four brats. We have a total of three packs. I grill them up on the stove and give everybody a hot dog. I get mine. After a while, one of my cousin gets up and goes over to the pot to get another one. He starts grumbling about how I get two brats and everyone else only got one. And I look at him like he's fucking stupid. I tell him that everybody only got one because there was only 12 brats. If he wants more, he should open up a new pack and cook some more. That's when the girl that had been out with Rooster and Tan just starts screaming, Oh Jesus! Oh Lord! Get it out! She's crying and shivering. And then it dawns on the cousin standing up what the fuck is going on. Me and him both glance around the room and then I feel my heart fucking sink. I run the fuck out of the cabin, and the girl runs out with us. The trailer door is banging against the side of the trailers. Everyone books it out of the cabin. What? One of the friends, co- cousin's friends asks us what the fuck was going on. I start counting. There's only 11 now. But they had 12 brats, and everyone only got one. Oh, I thought you were talking about children for a second. No. Wait, what? I'm confused. There was only 11 people. Yeah. And they handed out 12 brats, and everyone only got one. So there was something else in there with them. I see. I shit you not, my cousin verified. There had been 12 people in the cabin. But being that everybody didn't really know each other well, nobody had really noticed the whole fucking time that there was an extra person. And then I realized earlier that I'd kind of noticed something was off. I don't like that. You know how when you're just dicking around, having a good time, and you don't sweat the smallest shit, and you don't always keep track of certain stuff? Yes. I'm dead sure that someone else had been in the trailer with us, and that they'd been there for at least a fucking day eating with us. 
What makes it worse, I could figure out which one because I didn't think anyone ever actually interacted with the other person slash the goat man. I hate that the, I forgot that the man part of the goat man. Yeah. The girl kept praying to Jesus and we're all sitting outside. Eventually we get big ass sticks and go back in the cabin, but there's nobody in there. We count again and there's 11 people. We go back into the trailer and lock the door. We explain what the fuck happened and the girl says that she realized too and that's why he was, uh, and that when he was about to say something, the person sitting next to her had grabbed her leg hard and leaned over towards her and said something she couldn't understand. So we are pretty much scared as fuck as we huddle together and I fall asleep. When I wake up, the sun is just coming up and half the people are asleep and the other people are packing our shit up. We all want to walk back home, but like four people want to stay until the sun is all the way up. And some people think that we're just fucking around and uh, fucking around and still want to stay at the trailers. What? I just want to get the fuck out of the woods. The girl's name was Kira, the one that the goat man had touched. Anyways, I asked her if she really thinks it was something bad, and she said she just wants to go home and she doesn't want to be out in the woods alone for another night. So we decided to split up. No! The four that want to can go, that want to go can go, but I have to stay because I have the keys to the cabin and it's my uncle's and I have to lock up. I'm super pissed at this point because I, I feel like people out. aren't taking this shit seriously and I definitely didn't want to be out in the woods for another night. I spent the rest of the day trying to convince the rest of the people, now four girls and four boys, to get the fuck out of Dodge. Tanner leaves with them to go get a rifle and says he's going to be back. No. So there's just seven of us left by 4 p.m. God. Leave. Why? <coughs> yeah. At around 5 p.m. Sorry, he, I, we're based in reality. I don't know if that's it, but I wouldn't even risk it. Yeah. I wouldn't even risk it. I, I let my delusions take over all the time, and I will do that in that moment, because holy shit, I can't. So at around 5 p.m., he hasn't made it back yet, and we're getting extremely fucking antsy, and the only reason I stopped begging them to go back was because he went to get a gun. It's about 5.30 p.m. or so when the one cousin that did stay says that the girl Kira is outside. We all look outside and sure enough, she's standing by the fire pit with the her back to left? the cabin. Yeah, the one who was really scared. With um, her back to the cabin. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking to myself, okay. if she was so fucking scared, why the hell would she come back? And then I get this nasty feeling in my gut. Keep in mind, the whole time the coppery smell has been gone. Now I realize I can smell just a twinge of it. I say this to the rest of them and everybody, and these are the people who wanted to stay in the fucking woods after we had the goddamn goat man in our midst, is laughing at me and asking if I set them up to scare- set this up to scare them. I'm looking at them like, I am not fucking bullshitting you at all right now. I ask them, why the fuck would I play like that? So one of the girls goes outside to get Kira. No! She's halfway to her and stops cold. Kira starts heaving. I don't know how the fuck to describe it. Sort of like if someone, like, with their back turned was laughing without actually making any sound. It was this fact that made me realize that there was not a fucking sound in the whole woods. It was dead silence. Which is never, like, that's never the case. Unless something, unless it's, like, winter or something, you know? There are always some buggy wuggies. This was, like, later in September, so it was still fairly hot at the time, but it it was super chilly some days, too. And you could usually hear big-ass geese honking or some kind of birds or squirrels chit-chatting. So I step out the door and tell her to come back to the fucking trailer right goddamn now. She backs up into the trailer and we lock the fucking door. We put all the shades down except one and put a guy there in a chair to watch her. 
<laughs> they just put a guy there. It's like, hey man, you're sitting here. Watch her. Absolutely not. That would not be me. That would not be me. Sorry, y'all. I don't. I would not. In this situation, you guys have full permission to punch me until I knock out because I don't think I'd be any help. Yeah. Because how the fuck? Sh- how would I? I'd just be an anxious ball. Yeah, we just have to knock you out, honestly. <laughs> Or I just be so scared that I freeze. But either way, I'm not being any help. We just, yeah, you know, we literally will just have to pick you up and take you with yeah. us if we go anywhere. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you get me. <sighs> she stands there for another twenty minutes or so. The guy turns to say that she's still there, and then there's a huge fucking bang on the door. Oh my god! We all jump the fuck up and scramble around the living room of the trailer. The banging is super fucking loud. So now my cousin is holding one of the girls, and the other two are kind of giggling with nervous laughter. And me and the other two guys are shitting bricks. Then we hear Tan. He's screaming. Let me the fuck in. Stop fucking playing. So we go over to the door and open it. And he stumbles in with a rifle. There's nobody else outside. Mm. Evidently, he'd walked up to the campsite. Nothing weird happened in the forest, but he had seen a girl. In the forest? No, watching her. Yeah. Yeah, he said right as he turned, this happened. Yeah, he turned to tell them. He's like, oh, yeah, she's still there. And then there was the bang on the door. Oh, okay. I thought he was outside. No, he was at the window staring out at her. Mind you, he had said it was not Kira standing there. When he'd gotten to the edge of the clearing, she had turned toward him with the slack-jawed look and just stared him down, slowly tracking him as he walked around the outside of the clearing towards the camp. He said it wasn't until he was almost halfway to the trailer that he had realized that she was getting closer to him. She'd started off by the fire, and without him even seeing her move, she had been turning, inching closer. He said just as he ran the rest of the rest of the way back to the cabin thinking it would open. And when he got to the door and it was locked, he turned and it was about half the distance to the door. He looks around the room and gets super pale. He pulls me to the side and whispers in my ear, You know that there's only seven of us in here, right? I get that feeling where your stomach drops to your nuts. <laughs> it had what been- a great description. I don't have nuts, but wow. <laughs> it had got it had been back inside the trailer while we were sorting out who was going where, and then we'd all when we'd all went outside to talk earlier in the day. It had just slipped right back in. Oh my god. We looked out the window and there's nobody out there. So we recount everyone and then basically I go over and ask everyone how many people were here earlier. And everybody says eight. I say, well, how many people are there now? They all do the count and realize that there's now only seven people in the cabin. So Tan has brought back a couple of boxes of ammo and his rifle. And he told his dad there was some kind of animal in the forest because he didn't think his dad would believe him if he said it was the goat man. Fair. Yeah. He said that his cousin is supposed to be coming down in a few hours and that in the morning we can all go back to his place and his cousin will drive us home. Now, I'm really fucking terrified, but it at least feel better because we have cuz we could be an American and shoot the fuck out of whatever it is if it comes back. Jeez. But then my cousin gets into this huge huge argument with one of the girls because she thinks I'm trying to be funny and prank them and she's getting really scared. And saying that I'm not funny. He keeps telling her I'm not that kind of person. And she says, well, how do we know the girl wasn't just Tanner in a wig? Or if it's just really the goat man, how do we know that this is the real Tanner and that the goat man didn't just kill Tanner in the woods and take his gun? So we fucking get Same. into a huge argument about yeah. this where me and Tanner are like, we could seriously be in danger because at le- the very least, someone has been sneaking themselves into our fucking trailer without us knowing and mingling with us. And at worst, something bad in the- is in the forest trying to fuck with us. One of the girls is crying and saying she wants to go right now, and we're all trying to tell her that we shouldn't because none of us are walking through the woods in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. At this point, the sun is starting to go down, and it's a little cloudy out. No. 
We eat something and turn on the radio for a while, but we can't really get a station out there with anything decent. Oh my god. So we turn it off at about the time that Tan's cousin shows up. He was like 19, I think. At that this point, the sun is just barely over the horizon, and he has one of those heavy-duty lantern flashlights and another rifle. He walks up to the trailer, and we whisper to Tan, asking if he's sure that's his cousin, and he says yes. The guy looks behind him and all around the camp, then walks in. He kind of glances at all of us and looks a little confused. He says, where's your other little buddy at? I figured she would meet me up at the cabin. Is she a little slow or something? Oh, God. He also asked whether we'd been cooking blood in the cabin because it smelled like blood and hot pans uh, all the way up to the trail. We were all like, fucking nope. But we ask him what the fuck he's talking about, about with the girl he saw. He'd come down the same trail Tan had been using, and he'd come up on one of you's guys' buddies, standing in the middle of the trail, looking at him slack-jawed. He'd asked her a bunch of questions, but all she did was just look at him. Then she smiled at him, and he, he said he kept walking. She couldn't seem to keep up with him and kept lagging behind him a little. He said he asked if she was hurt or needed something, and if she needed any help, but she had continued to stare. Eventually, he'd been walking and turned around to bend in the trail. But when he turned around and went back to see if she was okay, the trail was empty. He'd assumed she had taken some sort of shortcut through the woods to our trailer. We tell him the whole story of what's been going on. I half expected him to say we were full of shit, but he just listened and then sat down on the couches in the living room. Tanner's cousin gets back to the girl. He says when she kept trying to lag behind him, it kind of weirded him the fuck out, so he tried to keep her in front of him, but no matter how slow he walked, she was always lagging a little behind. And that he smelled this nasty smell, and it got stronger as he got to the camp. Eventually, it got really strong. She had said something really low that he didn't catch, and then when he turned around, she'd been right there, right the fuck up on him, and he'd step back from her. It was at this point he asked her if she was okay, and if she wasn't, um, and if she wasn't, uh, for him to carry, he could carry her back to the rest of the way, and she just kept staring. He said he reached out for her, as in just to grab her on the shoulder, but he must have misjudged the distance, because she was off to the side of where he'd put his hand. Like, he, she had moved while he was looking dead at her somehow. So at this point, we know this shit's real, unless Tan is playing a joke, which we can tell he's not, because he's almost pissing his pants. Mm-hmm. So they load up their rifles, we eat some more, and we just kind of sit around until about 11. To this fucking day, every time I think about this, I really pray to God that it's some huge prank that my cousins played on me and just never revealed so that I would shit for the rest of my life. (laughs) So I would shit for the rest of my life. At around 11 o'clock, the stink of copper turns into an actual nasty, gross, blood-like smell, like cooking blood and singed hair. Tan and his cousin Reese get the fuck up instantly and grab the rifles. Can I just say I love how often this man says Cusses, fuck? Yeah, because this is—it sounds I, like I'm just talking, reading something I would have wrote. That's what I—I I feel that. I think it's kind of weird because he's supposed to be from like Chicago. Not that they don't curse, but it's just like I don't know. I feel like that's why it makes sense. It's written by like a southern person, though. Yeah. Well, he's from Chicago. I know, so I just said. Yeah. Anyways. There's like a half knocking, half clawing at the door. And I shit you not, there's this voice. And it sounds like when you see those YouTube cat and dog videos whose owners teach them how to talk, it says in this halting, weirdly toned voice. Let me the fuck in! Stop fucking playing! What was the second thing? Stop fucking playing. Let me the fuck in. Stop fucking playing. It was not. I tried. Okay. Yeah, that was actually creepy. 
Okay, good. Anyways. It made yeah, my I, fucking... <laughs> it made my fucking nuts creep up against my body. Something <laughs> Oscar would say. <laughs> and one of the girls just start crying and calling on Jesus. I'm an atheist, but honestly, if this... I, yeah, I, I would might, stop saying... The f- I would start saying, like... My, my I feel like bread. in that moment, I'd be like, God <laughs> can't bread. fucking help me right now. I, I feel like I'd be painfully aware of that. Nothing else can? Nothing, exactly. Yeah, it's like, might as well if this is my last resort. Uh, It was so fucking obviously not a person talking. Mm -hmm. It didn't have the right cadence, and that's some shit that I never realized until that moment. But all people have a certain cadence when they talk, no matter what language. Was it just like copying the dude before it? Uh, It says, all people have a certain kind of rhythm to talking, but this shit didn't have any kind of cadence or rhythm. One of those YouTube cats that's what the fuck it sounded like outside the door. So now I'm on full terror mode. I don't like that. We keep yelling outside, who is it? Stop fucking around, man. And it just kept keeps saying, in. Or let me the fuck in. For almost 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then they include a, a, vi- a YouTube clip of what cats sound like when they're trying to talk. But, I mean, everyone's heart is just like. Yeah. Kind of. What a puke. It sounded like this, almost, uh, referring to the video. Just not as funny. Sorry for being on a tangent, but if you can't imagine how this shit sounded, then you can't imagine how fucked up the whole situation was. I mean, I can imagine how fucked up the whole situation was. So, then the smell goes away for a while, and for the next hour or so, you can hear someone basically creeping around in the woods and shit. Every couple of minutes, it'll come back to the door and say something. Finally, when the smell fades away, it's around two in the morning right now. Reese says, man, fuck this, and opens the door and walks outside with his rifle. He fires a shot into the air and says something to the effect of, in the name of Jesus Christ, go away! (laughs) No, the fuck he doesn't. Jesus! He fires two more times, and then from the woods right up against the river across the trailer, it sounds like something is slowly gibbering and hooting. Then it starts screaming, and it sounds almost like a woman and a cat in a bag screaming together. Like, I've seriously have never heard any shit like that. And you can hear the brush over the way, over that way start to shake. Reese fires over into the tree line and starts backing into the house. We lock the door and we can hear this shit keening and screaming. Reese says something had come out of the bushes super low to the ground and crawling towards the cabin. No. He had shot at it. Pretty much that's how the rest of the night went. It was literally screaming constantly for the next two hours. And we could hear shit moving out into the tree line. But it never came back into the cabin until everyone had finally fallen asleep. Mm. Tan had been sitting in the chair watching the door with his rifle. Nobody else saw or heard this, and he told me two days later after the whole thing was over. (laughs) He said he'd been nodding off uh, after the screaming and noises had finally stopped. And he'd been almost asleep when he saw someone come out of the bathroom and then lay down in the middle of the floor and go to sleep. He just assumed it was one of us and nodded off. Then he said he kind of realized something was wrong, and while pretending to be sleeping, he counted us. There were nine people in the cabin. He basically didn't want to try and shoot at the fucking thing in the cabin and have it kill us all then and there, or Reese wake up and start shooting and then we kill ourselves somehow. So he just stayed awake all night, pretending to be asleep, watching this thing. What a dope-ass motherfucker, He though. says sometimes it would stand up and kind of do this weird jittery thing or he la- heave like it was laughing. But then it would lay back down. 
This story closes pretty weak, because from my perspective, nothing happened. We woke up, and I noticed that Tan was a little jittery, but he was avoiding looking at all of us. But we ate some breakfast, packed up, and started walking to his house. He stayed last in the cabin and said he'd lock up and bring me my uncle's keys to just start walking and he'd catch up. Which I really didn't want to fucking do. We got a little bit up the path. And when he came running up, basically we just jogged back to his house. His cousin took us home. There was a window in the bathroom. Tan Tan had gone back to lock up and looked in there. We were too stupid to walk a screenless window. The window was fucking up when he went in there. Mm. I'm guessing it had been doing that all along, waiting for us to fall asleep or slip up and then getting in among us. It walked with us all the goddamn way back to his house. And then he said it lagged to the back of the group, looked him dead in the eyes, and walked back into the woods. That's terrifying. Was it just lonely? Was it just lonely? Like, wait, is it? Maybe? Is that the moral of the story? It just freaks me out. I hate it. In my mind, just some weird, demented. They thought they've been watching the wrong place the whole fucking time. Oh, God. I don't like that at all. Yeah, that really fucking freaked me out the first time I read it. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. We could go watch, like, American Dad. Oh, thank God. Yeah, no, that was terrifying. Yeah. I was sitting here and I was like looking around. I know, I've been avoiding I know, I looking don't like at, it. I've been avoiding looking at that window, honestly. Out. And then I'm just like, honestly, you're facing this way, so I'm like, Macy's have this but area. But think I'll about it, we love, I was like, we love, I was like, I got you, We love having parties and we have No, don't even say that Stop it. I was thinking the same thing. Don't even say that out loud, you stupid bitch. I was thinking the same shit, but I wouldn't us. I don't think so. Probably not, but yeah. Anyways. I refuse. I also, I I know, just like think maybe just some weird creepy soul that was just like abandoned in the woods and it just likes to be around I hate stuff like that where it's just like. And it doesn't know how to communicate. Yeah, for the sake of terrifying, Mm -hmm. like. It's just scary. Yeah, I'm like, it works. I am terrified. (laughs) Maybe I'll do. I like woods ones a lot. I want yeah, to do the stairs in the woods. Have you um, heard of that? The stairs in the woods? I love those. Those are so good. You're going to do mine next? I think so. The yeah, whistling I one. It's good. And it's less scary, I think. The one that I remember it's being a creepypasta, the one that stuck with me, is that like Russian sleep experiment. Oh, that that was in the, like, oh, read next. This one. Yeah. The Russian sleep experiment's pretty creepy, too. I think creepy it's probably too. one of the most popular ones. It's good. Oh, yeah. I do. I literally, whenever I read, because, or I listened to it, I think it was like a live reading of it, and mm-hmm. I did not know that it was a creepypasta. Because mm-hmm. oh, they no. didn't preface it like yeah. that. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> this like, is real? I was like, this is no fucking way. <laughs> Yeah. And it wasn't. I love, I love No Sleep. There's a bunch of ones that I really want to do from there, but a lot of the ones I really like are really long. I was going to say, you were the left-right game. The left-right game is so that. good. It's so long, though. It is. It's really It'd complicated and good. Time. Plus, with us just commenting in between It'd stuff. It'd be hours and hours. Yeah, We'd have to do multiple that, episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, please send us short to medium-length stories if you'd like. Um, you can send it to our Twitter at az underscore podcast or our email azpodcasting at gmail.com. But yeah. Or text me at 210. <laughs> I'll have a 558 0821. 1 800. It's like an HEV phone number like that. I was, was going to say your mom. That's not enough. 1 <coughs> 800 your mom. 1 800 choke that hoe. Your mom is. You remember that? Place. What Madea yeah. movies from that is that from? 
Huh? 1-800-CHOKE-THAT-HO. Uh, who cares? <laughs> I remember in middle school, lots of people used to say that. This is a middle school aged story. Middle Justin. school? They were all like 16. I'm saying when in 2012. Oh, okay, okay. I understand. I was like, can you imagine if they were younger than they were? Absolutely. It was already not. scary, but yeah. it could have been way worse. I mean, that would have been terrifying with adults. Grown ass yeah. people. I suppose. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Anyways, I feel like it would have been sorry. We can end it. I feel like it like would have been scarier because yeah. it would have been harder to convince the men in the group. <laughs> Maybe true because the men are always like, I mean, it's a scary movie, and obviously he's real in a scary movie, but they're always like, that's not real, and they end up dying because they don't believe him. Good, die. Yeah. Gosh, the Matthew ourselves. Oh, honestly, okay. It, uh, you guys probably won't the, agree with this. I feel like I would be. I feel like I'm a pretty big fuck up in a lot of. Aspects in my life, I would be pretty okay in, in situations like this. In I this, can compartmentalize shit, and I was gonna this say, can yeah. be the only thing I focus on. Because, like, I get pretty scared, too, but when we were in that fucking... Uh, okay, that's completely different. It's, com- it's completely um, true. I, this is what I'm basing it off of. I was amazing during our escape room. <laughs> I tried really hard. Um, honestly, though, I don't think I'd be that much of a detriment, because all the stuff you were describing, all I would want to do... Is leave. Is, no, 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 just be in the corner... And have my uh, eyes on everyone. No, my eyes closed, <laughs> and my and my fingers in my ears. I don't want to know what's going on. Yeah. I don't want to know what yeah, they say. We'll just have to pick yeah. you up if before you need we me, leave. If you need me to run, tap me and say, "Let's go." I'll run. I'll run as fast as I can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll just sit there quietly in the corner. This is why we need to have like hatchets. Just constantly. Strapped up. Yeah, that's I why I've got here. Can you, hear, can you hear my knife, everyone? My foot. <laughs> when I get scared, I'll like. Sleep. When I was younger, I used to get a bat, and I'll, I would sleep with it near my. But we don't have a bat, so I use the hammer here. <laughs> I'll grab the hammer and I'll a put it under my nightstand. Such a good weapon. It, I can. Oh, I can get in with a bat. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's. Uh, let's I would end probably it. use a wooden bat too. I would. I feel like an axe swing. would be dope. Oh my god! I'd love to have. Really yeah. Okay. Well, before we go, which what weapon? I would love axe. to have an axe. Yeah. Axe. yeah. We can axe be the or axe. hammer. We can be the axe twins. Uh, I'm amazing with. My arm honestly, getting in the there. axe repetitiveness. Uh, yeah, that's our thing. Say, a thing that has like swing on it. So I think honestly, like a mace. Yeah. <laughs> Do you just have maces? A tag lying team around? zombie uh, lesbian girlfriends. The axe wounds. I hate you. All right, let's let's that was end pretty it. Good. That was pretty good. Thank you. All right, we're ending on my amazing suggestion, AKA vagina. All right, let's go AKA and watch something on vaginas. All right, thanks everybody. Please send us stories. Yeah. Please, for the love of God, please stop it. <laughs> love y'all. If you enjoyed this episode, you can follow us on Twitter at AZ underscore podcast, or you can visit our Facebook page, A to Z podcast, or you can email us at azpodcasting at gmail.com. Also, we're available on a lot more platforms now. Visit our anchor page to see just where you can listen to us. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope y'all have a great day.